Hi, and welcome everyone to the 129th episode of Serum Rocks. Today we have Diana Birkelbach, the Dynamics PCF lady from Orbis, to talk to us about PCF in 2023. But first, hello Heidi, the Scion Newhouser. How are you doing today? Hey, all good today. How about you? Yeah. It's a little bit hot here in Sweden, but uh, we're pretty okay. Um, we're recording this on the 20th of June, and soon it will be midsummer. And that's mm. the unofficial national day of Sweden. So we're celebrating a lot here this week. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Heidi, what's your connection? I have two power connect, power automate connector updates for you that I noticed. I took a look today to see what's changed. And the Outlook Tasks connector, if anyone uses it, has been deprecated. Ooh. So if you're using it, time to change. I'm imagining that probably moved over to Outlook.com, but I'm not entirely mm. sure. So if you're using that connector, you probably want to check out what else to use. Another one that's been massively updated in the last couple of days is the Microsoft Translator version three. Now, this is the one that the Azure Cognitive Services is using to allow you to translate your documents. It now supports over 100 languages. Isn't that amazing? So take a look at that connector if you're at all interested in the Azure Cognitive Services and the translation services that you can use. Yeah. So she is at Serum Heidi. I am at Marcus Allenson. Send us a tweet. And now let me formally introduce Diana. So Diana Birkelbach is Microsoft Business Applications MVP from Germany. She works as a principal software architect at Orbis. She has over 20 years of experience in the web development, working with Dynamics 365 right from the beginning. She is focused on the pro-dev aspects of the Power Platform, being enthusiastic about Power Apps component framework development. You can call her PCF lady. Welcome, Diane. Thank you. Very nice did to I meet get, you. Did I get your name right? It was perfect. <laughs> I would not have done so well. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It was so absolutely perfect. Maybe even better than me because uh, I'm actually from Romania originally. So uh, my husband... Uh, well, I took the name <laughs> from him, so I am not perfect in pronouncing my name, but it's okay. <laughs> Dynamics 365 and Power Platform Developer, what is it that you do? Well, I do a lot of customizing in Dynamics 365. So along the time, I did plugins, form scripting, HTML web resources, and a little bit of Azure. Uh, well, I um, we understood all, always the CRM as an XRM. Uh, and we took care of the of the generic uh, generic part of uh, developing with uh, Dynamics uh, CRM. Um, we also did a lot of generic components. So during the time, I made some HTML web resources for Editable Grid, or even made a generic plugin uh, based on SQL. Uh, so stuff like that. So now we are very happy that we are gonna get this. Fix plugins because that's that's a standard uh, language, so we can write the plugins too. Yes, but lately, uh, so I think about four years ago, I've discovered the PCFs and fallen in love. So I'm uh, pretty much I do all day long as <laughs> PCFs, and also 
do some some software architecture, uh, looking what's what's new in the technology, what's the best one to use for the uh, for for the problem because BCF is not always the answer. Um, and I'm looking for the fastest way to implement the requirement, but keeping an eyes uh, an eye on on um, maintenance. How did you get started with Dynamics three sixty five? Well, I started at, at Orbis in uh, 2000, um, and I did some web development there. We did some internal project uh, for uh, PSA, so Project Software Automation. Um, and um, when we got done with that application, of course, we uh, we did some re-engineering because it took some time, but it was the time where uh, CRM, the first version of CRM, came out. So we wanted to have a look to see how we can integrate with that. Um, and we got the first customer, so right with uh, Microsoft 1.2, uh, but we had so many limitations back then, weren't able to make custom tables or uh, plugins uh, did that with custom uh, development or uh, made some um, some triggers on SQL and stuff like that. Of course, it was a problem to make an upgrade, but <laughs> that was yeah. the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Then. Uh, so PCFs, what is that and, and what does the acronym stand for? Okay, so that's a Power Apps Component Framework, and it's a framework which allows us to make our own controls and components. And it's actually the first time we are able to use the same framework as the first party component. Uh, we're very happy uh, for these possibilities because we had a lot of trouble before before that with the HTML web resources. Um, and this, uh, this component are very good integrated with a platform. If we think back to the HTML web resources, it was like okay, you got an iframe, do whatever you want to do inside, but it was treated like a stepchild. So uh, unloaded, uh, no chance to re-attach to save process on, on the form and stuff like that. So uh, very happy to have the PCFs, which we can attach on fields. So uh, we can um, get the data and the metadata from the platform on the forms. Um, and we can trigger event from the form so we can interact uh, with them. And there's also the other type of PCF, the data set one, which we can bind on the table, on the view or on the subgrids, which allows also uh, to integrate very good with the platform. To We get the data from the platform. We can interact with the commanding. We can fill the data, change and save the data. Very, uh, very, very interesting. And we can also combine more fields or more data set in only one PCF. So we get the, the power of that. And um, yes, the, the most important part of PCF, they are generic and configurable. So uh, comparing with the HTML web resources, we had to invent some yeah. JSON configuration somehow outside. Uh, now we can let the maker use the metadata-driven um way of customizing. So I'm very, very happy with that. I, I am a frequent user of the controls. I am not a developer, have almost no technical background. So I appreciate you and everything that you do to help fellow makers like myself. It's great to hear that you use them <laughs> and you like them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so where can you use them? Well, um, 
just say everywhere. <laughs> so we can use them inside Canvas apps. Um, and there we get the flexibility of low code. So we can PowerFX combined with Power of TypeScript. Uh, but we can use them inside model-driven apps. And as I said, we can use them on form for the field table. Uh, but there is more because uh, lately since a few years, I think, uh, there are custom pages. So that's some kind of mix between Canvas apps and more driven apps. Um, and they are, the PCFs get even more power because they have the connector for the Canvas app but uh, and, and the low code, but also the power of Dataverse and Web API and metadata already integrated there. So uh, power reloaded there. Um and also, Hold on a bit. So, so, so let, let's go back to the field then. So let's start with that. Okay. One. That's the easiest one, right? Yeah. If I understand it correctly, I haven't done a lot of PCF. So then you're replacing, let's say, a date field with a different look and feel, and it has a different exposure to the user by changing it on the form. Yes, so th that's the the beginning. I think the the, the first use case you have, uh, you can just replace one uh, one attribute, so one field uh, with a control. But uh, you can make even more. You can use more fields at once in one PCF and make some logic uh, out of and that. And that's what you're referring to the metadata of it. So you can say, okay, it has certain limits. And that can be regarding to other fields on the same record. When I'm referring to metadata, I've meant the way we can customize them, because yeah, right. we get uh, we get the, the chance to choose only the fields which are from uh, from a, um, one type uh, that we declare declare for the PCF. So that I mean that the maker it's uh, it's um, driven and can choose from the possibilities which are uh, checked by metadata. So what do you will my multiple fields then on the field level? So if I got that wrong and explain it to me. No, we we can uh, we can combine more fields in one PCF. Um, and that's a way to communicate also with the, the data from the form because we are not allowed to use the XM object inside the PCF, but we are allowed to uh, to tell the platform which is the data I want to use and let the platform give it to me. So what is your favorite PCF control for replacing a field then? Okay, I did the colorful option set, so that's my favorite. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <All right> then. <laughs> So what does oh, it are. do? Okay, I'm uh, reading the colors uh, from the metadata. Uh, so from the customizing the colors from the options and then showing it uh, inside the, this colorful option set. Uh, PCF. Nice. So just replacing an option set with colors. I like colors. Mm. <laughs> I like that a lot too. W what's your favorite PCF? Though? My favorite is actually... If we go really simple in the out-of-the-box ones that you get within a model-driven app, I really like the star control. I think it's super powerful for users to be able to rate something one through five stars. But color on option sets, I love you used to be able to do that with one of the out-of-the-box controls, um, and that went away. So thank you for bringing it back. <laughs> cool. <laughs> so my favorite one is where we replace this yes or no toggle. Mm -hmm. actually a date field so we get to record when people checked it as well so it's actually a date field 
but uh, you have it like a checkbox. So you say, okay, I've done this. And then it, then it sets the date as right now. So mm-hmm. it's, if, it, if you clear it, then it has no date because yeah, we don't really like audit, and uh, but we want to make sure this field, we know when that was filled. So yeah. No. Mm-hmm. So I like these PCF that are really simple and just makes it easier and we get more data out of the users without them knowing it and it's easier to for them to navigate so i'll i like this a lot i've got another favorite one i'm going to talk about on the pcf.gallery so i'll go away from the ones that you get for free i love the address autocomplete that andrew potenko made i use that a lot so a user on a form can start typing in an address and it will autocomplete it bravo yeah (laughs) cool and that's really weird because that's included in some of the Dynamics apps, but you don't have it in other, right? So it's, I think mm-hmm. it's field service and it's included, but in sales, it's not. And it's, yeah, yeah well. It's All just right, one so... little control away. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to say that's actually even more PCFs out, out there. Uh, so it's not only Canvas app or more driven apps, uh, custom pages we talked about, but we have the Power Apps Grid Customizer Control. That's also some kind of PCF. Um, So we don't have to create our own data set completely because that takes a lot of effort. It's very complicated, takes a lot of time. So we are able to take the Power Apps Grid and embed our own PCF only for a specific cell or more cells and stuff like that. I did a lot uh, of that lately and uh, I, I find it actually fascinating because it's... Um, not that much work and we get the, <laughs> the most power out of that. All right. yeah. so is it like an editable grid, but you have PCF controls in the columns? Yeah, something like that. Yes. Hmm. Yes, it's All right. really amazing. That's neat. Yeah. And, and then you talked about table controls. So what's that? Okay, so table, um, you can uh, customize the PCFs directly on, on the complete table. So you get it for the, the home and, and the, the sitemap. Uh, or you can have it for a specific view. Or you can have it as a subgrid. And uh, that's the places you can you can use a PCF inside more driven apps uh, for, for a data set PCF. So would you say that this parental control that you have where account can be related to account and so forth, so you get this hierarchy, would you say that could be classified as a PCF? Yeah, sure. Every, every, everything, uh, every data set PCF uh, that you attach to a, to a separate, for instance, uh, it's, it's a PCF, yes. And uh, you can make a, a lot more uh, out of them. So you can make it look it like a calendar, look like a map control. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's really amazing what you can do out of that data. And yeah. we get the data di- directly from the platform. And it's also uh, great um, because we, uh, we don't have to do all that work we did uh, in our HTML web resources. All right, then. So do you have any examples of table PCFs that you have here? Okay. Um, 
I did a colorful option set grid too. <laughs> so uh, did the same, uh, which uh, was working on the form, uh, made it work uh, for uh, for a grid too. So uh, just taking the the colors for the options and being able to show them inside the columns of the grid. Do you have any favorite there, Heidi? Oh yeah, the calendar control. Turn it on for the activity table. Mic drop. Yeah, for it's fantastic. <laughs> For activity, yes, but I have problem with it elsewhere because it's yeah. If it perhaps work items could be something that you could have in a, but otherwise it's, it's quite difficult to have to to find good uses for it. But I agree with you. Activity, <laughs> drop the mic. And you're done. <laughs> I actually did one of uh, that calendar control, so a special one. Uh, it Ooh. was for for offers or uh, for deliveries of the offers because um, taking the standard was not enough. Um, the, the customer wanted to have a fallback date. Uh, when it's mm. not already delivered, then take the the date where it's planned, and also show the whole data from the from the view because when you have a calendar, you see only three fields. Mm -hmm. uh, but not all the data from the view and I have some hover uh, there and I show the whole data from that record. So it was fun. It was fun to make it. <laughs> nice. So then you talked about a, a third. Was that the custom pages or did we talk about power pages? Uh, we talk about custom pages, didn't talk about power pages yet. So so let's go to custom pages. So you talked about increasing the power for PCFs when when doing them in custom pages. This is going to be interesting. Yeah, because um, you have when you are in inside more driven apps, uh, usually you have the web API uh, access. And when, when you are in Canvas apps, you have the connectors. But inside custom pages, you have both. Yeah. That's pretty amazing. So I, I like to make a lot of PCFs. And usually I take care of custom pages because I make more model-driven apps than Canvas apps. So I actually forgot to ask you about Canvas apps then because that was top of my list. But I somehow managed to scroll by it. <laughs> so let's go <laughs> back to Canvas app. So you, you can make PCFs or components for, for Canvas apps as well. Is it the same thing or, or is this a different type? Well, uh, comparing with custom pages is pretty much the same. So we have the, the low-code possibilities and we can integrate PC apps. They are working a little different than the model-driven apps, so a little different than the forms and the views. Um, and we can use PowerFX to work with the data before it's given to the PCF and extract the data from there. Uh, so it's a little different there, but um, it's pretty much the same as custom pages, yes. Okay, so, so what can you do? Give me an example of a component that works well in Canvas. I would take the creator kit. All right. So a lot of PCFs and I like... Uh, so there, there are a set of controls made from the PowerCat. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And we can use them inside Canvas apps or custom pages. And I like them a lot uh, because they are looking pretty much the same as the more driven apps. So it's mm. it's a great uh, performance booster. Um, 
or we can create custom pages very fast just using the tools. I love them. So this is a kit that the Paracat team has done and you can install it using a solution and then you get these controls so you can reuse them and don't have to reinvent everything by yourself. Then. Exactly. Exactly. All right. I, I wouldn't like to, to write components where I have something out of the box. So uh, I write only when there's uh, something necessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's much easier to get going if you don't have a blank page and if you have an actual problem to solve. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree with what you. I, what I think that it's amazing with PCFs, it's also you don't have to create UI using PCFs. You can use them to access TypeScript, for instance, and to uh, access the, the web API, grab some data, uh, prepare, make some calculation, uh, make some some hard work uh, or hard lifting, and uh, bring it back and do the rest with a PowerFX because uh, that's very easy to let the maker decide what he wants to see. So that's really interesting. Um, can you also like compa- combine really simple things like okay, you have a a label and a field, and then you just smash them together and like, okay, this is now one component. Uh, you can make that, but not with PCFs. With uh, you can make um, canvas components. Um, but what I've meant by combining was actually linking components. So make some. Maybe you you make your PCF from one part, but you don't have to make a whole page. Um, with a PCF and uh, use the rest from the standard uh, com- components from the Canvas app or custom pages uh, and let the PCF make only the missing part. So where it's maybe, maybe it's a little harder to make it using PowerFX. So if you now go to custom pages, then here, now we can combine the power with any of the model-driven apps, the PCF things that we've done there and the power effects that we have in Canvas app. So talk a little bit about what type of problems you've solved here. I didn't do that much, that many PCFs in that uh, direction, but I did maybe making a um, special kind of uh, or, or a complex fetch XML request. Some, um, grab some aggregation uh, from, from Dataverse. Uh, and I've, I've did a PCF to bring me the data and give it to a gallery and show it in a gallery. I don't have to make the UI for that. Hmm. Stuff like that. And then I've seen that it's available to do PCF per power pages, but that's pretty new, right? Uh, It's newer than the other ones, yes. Uh, I think field PCF uh, it's uh, was GA before the dataset PCF for power pages. Um, I can say I didn't do that many of them because I don't make that many portals. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, I've tr- I've tried out and uh, they work exactly the same as uh, it works in more driven apps or at least in my test uh, they did that and I think it's amazing. Um, to make one component and to to have it everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it the thinking that okay, if you've done something for a form or a view in the model driven apps like the field or the table one, 
then you can reuse them on the power pages. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah, that uh, that's what, at least in my test worked. Uh, maybe it doesn't work for everything, uh, but uh, that's that's the idea here. That's pretty we darn did that. good. We did that for a customer. Not me, I'm not misrepresenting. My husband, Nick, who is a techie <laughs> genius like the two of you, we created a control that we implemented in Dynamics on a form and that exact same control shows up on the portal. So it allows external users to manipulate the data in real time and it allows the Dynamics users to receive that without any delay. It's pretty cool. That, that's cool. Actually, the, the Power Apps Grid, that's the example uh, we get from, from the documentation, um, how we can use a data set PCF inside the portal, um, and it works. You can edit the data there. All right. So the data set, so I called it the table, but it's called the data set. Is that correct? Yes. All right. Because I want to have the lingo right. So when I talk to proper developers, I'm not sort of, they're like, oh, well, you don't know your stuff. (laughs) Back in 2020, I had an episode 92, actually. I had Scott DeRoe to talk about PCFs. What would you say are the most important changes since then? Mm. Um, I think we have a few more data types we can use the PCFs on. Um, the multiple option set, it's one of the a little newer ones. And You lookup. can put a control on that, on choices fields? Yes. I had no idea. Sorry, got excited. Yeah. I always tell people not to use the choices fields because they come with so many limitations. Okay, sorry. Yeah. Go on. It's <laughs> <laughs> great news. <laughs> do you have color on those too? Did you make one yet? No, but I should do it. <laughs> you should a color on multi-select option set. Ooh. Okay, so I write it down. Have I have to do it. Yeah, we should have requests for every guest now that hiding. So we have to request <laughs> things from them. All right. Okay, I'm the first. <laughs> uh. All I'm right, sorry, so, I interrupted your flow. Multi-select yeah. option sets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the one. And the other one are the lookups, um, which is also great. Um, but it's only the single, a simple lookup and not the owner, not the party list, not the regarding, just simple lookup. Mm. Um, but we at least we, we have the chance to integrate um, that uh, the control with other PCFs. But it, it's a little hard to make your own lookup control because um, it's, there's still no supported way to access all the properties you can set in the customizing. Uh, or that um, take that last visited trip report, uh, record or um, there there are a few more properties which we cannot access uh, right now from the lookup. So it's a little hard to implement uh, a new one. Um, but it's still very good that uh, we are able to use it at least to get the data for the lookups in combination with some other um, fields on the form. Yeah. Um, 
All right, then. So, yeah. so, so looping back to fields, then. So then I have more questions, specific questions, because not only are multiple choices difficult, there is like this image and the file column type that are basically, yeah, you can't do very much with them. Are they those limited as well in PCFs? That's a very good question. I haven't tried it out. They are not listed in the supported and they are not listed in the unsupported. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So they forget about them. Is, is yeah, that I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> we should refresh the documentation. Uh, so uh, what do you expect to be the next step for PCF development then? Before we go to that, I still have yeah. a few more improvements. There are big yeah. ones. And it, Sorry. it was just the first one and I was very happy to get you excited about the yeah. multi-choices. <laughs> um, okay, so um, an, another improvement, it's uh, about the data set improvements because we are able to edit and save that data to the PCF. So we use the SDK from the dataset PCF and we are able to change the values, save that data. Uh, in Canvas app, we can even create new records or delete records. And uh, that works on Dataverse, but it works on connectors too. Isn't that cool? I can connect yeah. to Excel or, this, or to SQL and I don't mm. have to learn that language and I can make changes inside my data set PCF and it works for me. Uh, I was very excited about that and it works offline too. So mm. this will be translated, uh, of course, uh, under the, the scenes uh, in, in web, API, web API requests, which are uh, then executed offline. So very nice. And um, that was one feature about data set. We have also the possibility to retrieve the commands and even execute them inside the PCF. So what's customized, uh, we can get that and um, use it inside the PCF. But that's um, about the dataset PCF. We have two more very big changes since uh, you had the, the last recording about PCF. Yeah. Um, so we have the virtual component now. In the beginning, we had the standard component where we can bundle everything inside one component. And that includes React and Fluent UI if you need that. And yeah. using the virtual component, we are able to use the React and Fluent UI from the Power Platform. And inside our bundle, we have only the code we really need to. And that makes the component much faster because the bundle size is, is much smaller. And also, we are now um, part of the render process from the Power Platform. So it's much, much faster. I made some, some uh, comparison there. And um, also for the forms where we have very small uh, components, but a lot of them, it's, it's a huge improvement. As I said, we have one more <laughs> uh, very big change. We have the um, type object for uh, for PCF. So when we have some field PCF or, or data set PCF, we can define there some properties of type object. That means that we can return JSON objects from the PCF and we can return the schema for that object. That means that inside the Canvas apps, uh, the designer is able to provide intelligence for the data that we provide as object from the PCF. Hmm. Um, so you don't need to use parse JSON 
you don't um, need to define another schema inside uh, inside PowerFX because it get it from the PC app. Um, so you can I've used that to make this uh, fetch XML request, and the schema was was taken from the response and make it dynamically. Uh, was very excited, and um, also when we use that in sort model driven apps, we are able to provide some kind of events to the form. Uh, we don't have to bind them to every to to a field. Sometimes we made some dummy field only to tell the form that something changed. Yeah, but we can provide that output objects to the to the form uh even if we have a data set this year and uh yeah. that was great too yeah right. and um the 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 last uh change but we talk a lot about uh, power apps script customizer control that's also uh, something pretty new uh where we can uh include this self render to make some some colors to make some calculation or even retrieve the data from child records and show them in line in a cell if it makes sense. So what was that called again? Power Apps Grid Customizer Control. So the, the possibility to include a render cell yeah. inside the Power Apps, the new Power Apps Grid. Okay. In, yeah, okay. In the Power Apps Grid. All right then. Yeah. So that's really neat. So just a few tiny little changes. Yes. <laughs> a, a lot has happened in, in those, yeah, almost three years now. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of time. Uh, so in the beginning, the 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 changes was very fast, uh, and after that, in the last years, they are not that fast. So we can see that the PCF have reached some kind of maturity. Uh, so the the changes are slower, but when the changes come, they are bigger now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's my impression. <laughs> so what do you expect the next step in PCF development to be? I think the next next big step will be about theming and dark mode. Mm. Um, so uh, saw in a few conferences uh, that uh, the theming will be um, a thing. So uh, we will be able to use that inside the PCFs too. Uh, so I guess we'll have to um, rework a lot of components when <laughs> when that's there. Uh, but I think we'll help also the development because right now we use the Fluent UI and you get almost 80-90% of uh, how the control should look like, but it's not completely. And the last 10%, it's a lot of work. And maybe that will help uh, when we get the theming and controls that um, then we can we have the theme and we can apply it faster. And uh, also in dark mode, uh, I think when that's there, uh, all the PCFs on the PCF gallery has to be reworked. Uh, otherwise, we'll have a lot of white white spots on a dark background. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Does model-driven apps have dark mode today at all? Don't think so. Don't remember. Do they have <laughs> like high contrast available I for don't accessibility reasons? <laughs> No, all right, because they've <laughs> talked about accessibility, but more from screen readers, right? Yeah. So then when you develop your PCF, you have to to consider screen readers. Otherwise, your labels might not be able to read. Yes, that would be, would be one, but also the... the, the for, for stuff like the dark mode, of course, you, you get a diff on the platform. And yeah. that's where you can create content. And when that's white on the dark 
screen uh, won't look good and won't be able to be yeah, used as it, it should. Yeah. So Heidi, have you found something for us? I found that there are some things in preview right now that's bundled in the modern fluent design item. And it's it's sounding like you cannot yet support dark mode. It says, can I switch to a different theme or enable dark mode? Not yeah. yet. So not no, not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In the fullness of time, it will come. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, all right. Uh, because those things are pretty important that accessibility is there <clears throat> and mm -hmm. the look and feel is like the rest of the app. So if you're doing a model driven app, then it has to look like that. If you're doing a canvas app, it has to be able to go, okay, I like rounded corners, then, well, your PCF basically have to support rounded corner. Otherwise, mm -hmm. it doesn't look right. Exactly. Uh, well, to me exactly and uh, that comes to the to the next uh, step in inside the, the what's coming it's uh, moving to the fluent ui version 9 uh, mm -hmm. it's we, they use that already inside uh, power platform model controls i don't know if it's the right name because they change a few times and they come the new and newer uh, <laughs> but this <laughs> this modern controls are already uh, so we can use them inside canvas apps so we have a setting for that and they are coming more and more and more driven apps too uh, and they are based on fluent ui version 9 and uh, actually it's a, it's a completely new library the fluent ui version 9 uh, they have uh, a good theming integration but they have some different programming concepts and uh, different controls. And uh, version 9 is under development. Um, so the, the controls are coming pretty fast. Um, so it, it's worth to have a look once a month and uh, see what's what's new there. They are looking great. Um, I've made a test, but uh, I think for now, it's not a very good idea to start in production with one of them because there are some compatibility <laughs> issues with the one used by the Power Platform. So hope they will be eventually be supported in the future. Looking forward to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then I have another about accessibility. If you put labels on the PCF, is it possible to have them multilingual? Um, yes, it is possible, but it's. I don't like how it solved that. Okay. <laughs> um, well, and um, well, it's it's. Actually, there are, there are two issues there. So if you have a label and you want to translate it, it's actually not a problem because you can use the metadata and get the label from a field. So that's not okay. a problem. But but if you want to make more translations in your PCF and have to show some messages or stuff like that, they are not inside Dataverse. Uh, you have a problem because you have to translate that. And the translation is made using RESIX files, which are bundled inside your PCF. And mm. that's good for two, three languages, but no developer in the world will be able to translate every language where the PCF will be used. We have customer with 15 languages and uh, where well, we have to give it a translator and developer has to bring it back to be able to bundle in the PCF. So that's not that nice, but uh, at least that's the way we can use it, uh, do it now. Okay, so we're hoping that the easy translator yes. in XRM Toolbox <laughs> will be able to do it in the future then. 
<laughs> that would be great. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. So you talked a little bit about your PCFs that you've been working on or created. Uh, do you have any other PCFs that you would like to shout out here? Yeah, so on PCF Gallery, uh, I did this two colorful option set uh, PCFs on for field and for grid. Uh, did also the dialog buttons, which are called dialogs, but actually you can use it on the form um, as a button where you can do some action, which you can uh, program on the form scripting. Uh, it's based on, on option set again, so on choice, because I can use the translation from the options and I can use the colors, uh, which I can apply to the button. Uh, I've made also um, two options composite. Um, when you have a lot of Boolean fields on the form, um, you don't want to waste a lot of time uh, a lot of place um, for all that option. So we, um, you can define up to 30 uh, this kind of booleans and to have it in one control. And you have for each of them an, mm. an icon button where you can just uh, toggle false or true. Um, and I'm working um, on a, for instance, on a, on a drag and drop PCF. So uh, I know Scott Rowe make a great one. Uh, he did the power drag and drop uh, to be able to drag inside Canvas apps, uh, inside so from a collection to the uh, to the other, uh, using the the concept of um, a drop zone, I think. Um, and for instance, uh, I, I saw an example of dashboard with drag and drop um, using uh, that PCF. Um, that was great. But I had a requirement to make a drag and drop uh, on a new, uh, on an own PCF. So, for instance, I had that uh, calendar control I was talking about and wanted to be able to drag and drop on a specific day on that PCF yeah. uh, from the calendar. The calendar. So, um, I made um, a PCF which I can place on a gallery, what whatever, wherever I want it. Um, and uh, I don't have to define the UI inside my PCF. It's just a, a drag hmm. zone, transparent, or it could be an icon. And I can drop it to my PCF or something else. And then my calendar can know uh, which day it was where I dropped. So I can auto-create an appointment or stuff like that. Um, so I'm, I've made a test, uh, made a blog on that, but it's not ready for PCF gallery. So I have to work a little more on that. Um, and, uh, I do a lot of, um, pipes, power apps, grid customizer control. I was talking about, uh, I did some calculation for overdue appointments. So each time it's shown, I can recalculate that day that oh. show it in red or green or whatever, uh, which works offline too. Uh, so I can recalculate an offline even if I have no connection to the server. Nice. Uh, I That's have, a handy uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I have also uh, inside the Power Apps Grid, of course, my colorful option set had to try it out. <laughs> so <laughs> control, I can include it there too. Uh, or even uh, show child records, for instance, the related user to show them all inside one cell of the grid. Uh, 
uh, it's it's not possible with a standard uh, means. So uh, mm. made a PCR for that or a counter control to show the the count of the records related to that. Even make a just hang it there and make a drag and drop to reorder rows. <laughs> But it's a little unsupported, <laughs> at least for now. So I'm uh, basically using that drag and drop between the rows. And when I drop somewhere, I'm uh, sending a mes- message to the form scripting and I let the form scripting make the reorder of the grid and uh, show the grid again after the, <laughs> the records are there. So stuff like that. Um I saw also a You've a done great... a lot of things. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I yeah. love Power Apps Grid, you see. Um, mm. I saw also a very good example from, I think it's from David Rivard. Uh, not very sure if I pronounce it right, uh, but uh, it's a new one on the PCF gallery. Uh, also a control for Power Apps Grid where he shows the record image in line in the grid. It's looking good too. Uh, yeah. Love that. Um, but it's a little hard to make generic components uh, for the PyApps grid because you cannot pass configuration to that control. You have only one field in the configuration and there you can pass the name of the PCF and that's that's it. Um, so we have to, to find a better way for that. And also you can use only one control for the whole grid. And if you need two columns with uh, with two, two controls, then you have to bundle somehow both of them in one PCF. Yeah. Uh, so there are a few problems there. And well, not, right now I'm, use, I'm uh, developing one um, PCF for the Power Apps grid uh, to disable some columns. Uh, inside the pipe script because using the customizing, you, you can make it all editable or you can make it all read-only. Uh, in most of the cases, you have JavaScript to be able to disable some, some columns, but not yeah. a dashboard. Um, yeah. So there are some cases where this <laughs> could be handy. handy. Yeah. But we mentioned PCF Gallery here, and it looks like a big one. Can I find everything I ever want there? It seems like everything is done already. <laughs> I think it's never... Am I too late? <laughs> I think it's yeah. never enough. So there are a lot of controls and they are keep coming. Um, so they are great ideas and even source of inspiration. So I think there are some ideas which will generate the new ones because <laughs> you can make it even better. And of course, with the time you... Uh, you see more requirements, so you are able to implement uh, that. So they are a great source to learn, I think. Um, But before I use one of them in production, I uh, usually look under the hood. Um, Some of them are great. Uh, The other ones um, I would um, maybe maybe fix some issues and make a pull request. And uh, to fix that, it's open source. Uh, some of them are unsupported, so it depends uh, if yeah. if I would use some and the other ones not. But they are a real, really, really great source to learn. I I don't expect everything to work when it's free, right? So it's you just get a certain amount for free, then hire someone or pay the developer who made them to improve it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're not gonna fix it for free for me. <laughs> <laughs> Just no, kidding. I, I haven't made any piece yet, so I'm not telling you to pay me. Nor I'm have you I. To, to pay no. Diana. 
<laughs> no, I yeah. totally agree with you. If you want to yeah. extend it beyond what you're getting for free there, 100%. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. And I can't wait. Heidi or, yeah. Or... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not me. But yeah. I can't wait to see the multi-select color yeah. option set. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Write it down. <laughs> right? So where do I want, where do I go if I want to know more? Well, I think documentation is a very good point where we can start. So um, the let's documentation from the, then. let's learn Microsoft.com, then the language and then Power Apps developer component framework. That would be yep. uh, the link. And I would start there with the tutorials. They are very good ones. And you get tutorial for field and data set BCF, and you get tutorial for both of them in Canvas app and in more driven app. And there you get uh, explain what you have to take care of and how to think of. And then, then are the examples uh, from the documentation. They are linked there. Um, a very good example is there. Then there is the SDK reference, of course, and the, the same link. Then there is the course from uh, from Scott Duro, um, where you can learn a lot for PCFs for model-driven apps. It's, it's called that link. Of course, you have my blogs and YouTube video if you want to learn. I post a lot of there too. And uh, if you want to to learn. Uh, I, I have a workshop on Nordic Summit in September this year mm. for a full day with uh, deep dives and labs. So, Oh, wow. That sounds like an incredible experience for anyone who's going there. You should definitely go to your workshop. I hope it will be fun. <laughs> I have actually signed up to that workshop. So I will be joining All right. the conference and your workshop. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Who would you recommend as a future guest on this podcast? It's very hard to choose only only one. <laughs> uh, it's it's hard to think only uh, one. But uh, how about Christine Kolodievsky? So when when you talk about PCFs, uh, we have the the power, uh, but we need also the UE, uh, UI and UX, uh, and she's somebody who uh, know how to do it and to make it really really pretty controls. Uh, so I'm not sure I spelled that correctly, so perhaps you can send the link to her sure. <laughs> to LinkedIn afterwards, so uh, we can be sure to find her. I'm sure I'd, I even have it pronounced it well, but of course I send you the link. And then we can find you on YouTube, we can find you on LinkedIn, we could find you on uh, the... So what did you call yourself? Dynamics PCF lady. So that's really good one. <laughs> yeah, I, th I think it's hard to pronounce. I, I saw it lately. <laughs> but yeah. yes, it's it's a mix from uh, Dynamics and mm. uh, Diana. Okay, so uh, made it there. A um, mix Dynamics and, uh, well, PCF lady. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> what I do all day long. <laughs> nice. And uh, so Heidi, that's where the guests can. I'm sorry, that's where the <laughs> listeners can find our guests. Where can they find us, Heidi? You can find us on all the social media channels as well. We have a LinkedIn group. We have. You can hashtag CRM Rocks with us. Marcus told you our individual handles were there as well. And check out the. I'm not going to say the blog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I guess the blog. Check out CRMBrox.com for all of our listener or all of our guests and all of our podcasts. Yeah. Well, if it's on WordPress, then it's pretty, yeah, it's technically pretty a blog, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Diana Bich, Bichelbach, for your um, participation in CRM Rocks. Thanks a lot for your invitation. It was very nice to chat with you. Yeah, and thanks to you for listening. And uh, don't forget to see um, to subscribe to CRM Rocks. See you next time.